0: Shock. That is the only expression that can be used to describe what every cricket fan and cricketer is feeling right now. So let's talk about what happened over the course of that weekend. And before we begin, for those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we discuss the events of world cricket that have just taken place and how that affects the future of cricket as a whole. And today we're looking at 17th and 18th of October and of course our week 4 recap for IPL 2020 but let's focus mainly on that weekend because in the other days The games followed very, very simple formats. I mean, there was one game with between the Kings XI, Punjab and the Royal Challengers Bangalore where it was quite bizarre. But apart from that, a lot of dance were scored, wickets were taken and the teams you expected to win ended up winning. The teams you expected to lose ended up winning. They ended up losing. Sorry, there were no real shocks apart from that last one weekend. The first game, Royal Challengers Bangalore versus the Rajasthan Royals. RR have batted beautifully. You know, you thought with Stokes out of form, Butler not playing well, Smith not playing well, Archer the only one performing, and Rajasthan were in a lot of trouble. And to be fair, they still are, because Smith and Archer are the only ones out of their overseas players still performing. But Robin Uttapa has come good, Rian Parag has come good, Rahul Tevatiya has started playing some very... Well, smart innings and not just to Rahul Tevatiya, see the ball, hit the ball, which was really fun to watch. But he started constructing his innings, which is very good. And Rajasthan made about 170 against Royal Challengers Bangalore. Robin Uttapah really got them off to a really good start. And RCB was struggling. Then walks into bat Mr. 360, Abraham Benjamin De Villiers. And he's 22 of 13 balls. RCB need a mad 40 runs of the last three overs. E.B. De Villiers ends at 55 in 22. Just think about that acceleration for once. He hit five or six sixes in that one innings of 55 at a strike rate of 250. E.B. De Villiers is the kind of batsman I think Brian Lara was and just to draw a comparison to understand how incredible he is. When describing E.B. De Villiers' performances in this IPL, I would say he hasn't played the usual 360-degree shots. And that just shows how incredible of a batsman he is. Because I'm saying usual 360-degree shots, which just shows how incredible and talented a player he is, where playing 360-degree shots are seen as a normal thing he does every other day and not something special. That's how amazing of a player A.B. de Villiers is. And the kind of genius Brian Lara was, because I saw in that game against Unatkat and Archer. E.B. de Villiers was manipulating the field almost as if he knew exactly where the bowler was going to bowl and had a clear understanding of what he needed to do to hit that particular ball to the boundary. But it wasn't as if he just knew where the bowler was going to bowl because all great batsmen know where the bowler is going to bowl. It was almost as if E.B. de Villiers was making the bowlers bowl there. And that's what made that innings so genius. Then Aksar Patel... Versus the Chennai Super Kings in that second game, CSK have batted beautifully. After you think they were in, they were in all sorts of trouble, but Shikhar Dhawan has blasted away and got his first. T20-100, but CSK still need about 19 runs at the last over or 20 runs at the last over and Jadeja is bowling to Aksar Patel. They're both from the area around Gujarat, is from Saurastra, Aksar Patel is from Gujarat, they knew each other quite well. Jadeja is the kind of bowler who turns the ball into Aksar Patel and Aksar Patel hits three sixes in one over to win the game for the Delhi Capitals. And the story of the IPL this year has to be about the way the Delhi Capitals have played with the various injuries that they've had to their key Indian players, be it Ishan Sharma, Ravi Chandan Ashwin in the beginning of the IPL, Shreya Iyer, Amit Mishra, or even Rishabh Pant. Delhi's resilience and bent strength has really come through in the IPL with players like Shikhal Dhawan, Marcus Stoinis, and their two big overseas fast bowlers, have bowled so, so, so well. But there's an element of poetic justice in that game as well. In IPL 2017, the Kings 11 Punjab were playing the Rising Pune Super Giants, and MS Thoni was batting, Aksal Patel was bowling the last over, defending 23, and MS Thoni won that game for the Rising Pune Super Giants. And poetic justice in the sense that chasing a similar score against Dhoni's team, the Chennai Super Kings, Aksal Patel won the game for Delhi Capitals with the bat. And that's just day one. So Saturday was incredible. Sunday took it to a whole other level that one didn't think was possible. Three super overs in one day. The first game, the Kolkata Knight Riders versus the Sunrisers Hyderabad. And that was the kind of game where it just reminded you of old feelings, particularly the World Cup final of 2019 with Owen Morgan and Cale Williamson on opposite sides of a super over. Morgan, the captain of one side. Williamson, one of the best batsmen in the other. And Lockie Ferguson, a New Zealand bowler, winning the Super over for a team that was captained by the English captain, Owen Morgan. Just the element of irony in that and just the, the fascination around the players in key moments of that game with Khan bowling so well. David Warner finally finding some form. That was an incredible game to watch. And then you came to the last game of the weekend. Kings 11 Punjab versus the Mumbai Indians. Now, that was the kind of game where before the game started, you thought number one team versus number eight team, it'll be a yawn, Mumbai will walk all over them. But that didn't happen. Al the Kings 11 bowling lineup, their Indian bowlers, Muhammad Shami and the young bowler that they have from Punjab, Al played so well. They bowled incredibly well. And Mumbai Indians, the mighty Mumbai, were after 17 overs, 120 for 6. And then Kyron Pollard and Nathan Coulter and I started blasting sixes and boundaries all over the park in Dubai where, frankly, the boundaries are quite big. But Kyron Pollard has that power where no boundary is big enough for him. He can clear any boundary at any ground in the world. And Mumbai Indians ended on 176, leaving Punjab, what was a mammoth total to chase on these new slowing down wickets. Then KL Rahul batted beautifully, but... The Mumbai bowlers, especially Jaspreet Bumrah and Rahul Chahad, bowled really, really well. A problem for Mumbai was, and I think the reason Punjab did end up winning that game, was that Hardik Pandya once again did not bowl. And that's something we've been pointing out over here on this podcast since the beginning of the IPL. Hardik Pandya has not bowled in the IPL yet. And that is something to look at very carefully. Mumbai Indians lacked a few bowling options. Thus, Punjab were able to drag it till a super-over from what was seen to be a losing situation. And then Jaspreet Bumrah came in to bowl that super-over. And he conceded only five runs and took two wickets. And you thought all hope was lost. The momentum shifted back to Mumbai. The momentum was sort of swaying like a seesaw does in that particular game. It was just going up and down, Punjab to Mumbai, Mumbai to Punjab, then back to Mumbai, then back to Punjab. And at the end of the second innings of the first super-over, the momentum was definitely with Mumbai. And then Mohammad Shami came in to bowl to Rohit Chalma. And all of a sudden, he defended five runs of the super without taking any wickets, which just showed how well he bowled and how well he was able to not concede any runs in that super-over. And going into the second super-over, Punjab were thinking, we definitely got away with that one. And then... Mumbai came out to bat, they got about 12-13 runs. And the universe boss himself, I mean, you talk about a blockbuster where Chris Gale is in the playing 11. And it's been so long and we haven't mentioned him yet. Of course, Chris Gale had his role to play. Maya Agarwal and Chris Gale are talking about who is going to take the strike on the second ball in the six-over. And famously in the interview, Chris Gale said, why are we even having this conversation? I'm going to hit a six off the first ball. And that's exactly what the universe boss does. Chris Gale hits a six. Then they take a few singles. Maya Agarwal ends it with a boundary. And Kings 11 Punjab win the only game in the history of cricket. All over the world where the game has actually gone into a second super over. It was an absolutely fantastic weekend that has definitely revived the life in the IPL because the games were becoming sort of dull in the middle period. Now, let's just quickly take a quick look at the points table. Delhi Capitals and Mumbai Indians are looking very strong in the top two places. But I think the strongest team in the IPL with the way they have performed is actually the Royal Challengers Bangalore. Because we saw yesterday Mumbai struggled. They had an off game. Punjab, not the best team in the IPL, but Mumbai had an off game. Delhi haven't had any off games. RCB has had three off games, which probably means they've made the mistakes they needed to make. When Delhi's best 11 comes back, that best 11, because they've been blocked by so many injuries, will also make mistakes. So Delhi, Mumbai in particular, because their teams haven't made mistakes, may not have enough time to accommodate for the mistakes that might be made in the future. Because it's inevitable the teams will have off days, which is why I think Bangalore looks one of the stronger sides. Then KKR and Sunrisers Hyderabad are respectively at three and four. Both those teams have played quite well. SRH they're struggling a little bit in their batting department. There's a hole in the middle order that they need to try sorting out. David Warner moved himself down lower in the order, and that did seem to work until that super over. While Lockie Ferguson took two wickets in that super over, five wickets in the match overall. And was absolutely fantastic. There were so many performances we still haven't been able to mention. Especially K L Rahul in that last game. It's difficult to mention all of them. And this is already becoming a slightly lengthy episode. Um, so yes, the IPL looks very well structured in the future. There's definitely a block of four teams at the top and four teams at the bottom. But realistically speaking, the number four slot is still open. Because all the bottom teams have very good net run rates. in Kolkata Knight Riders has not looked the strongest in this particular edition of the IPL. But I think it's safe to say Delhi Capitals are through to qualify. Realistically, there's three slots left.